0: Peggy Hoyt.
1: Hello, pet lovers. Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Hoyt and Bryan, where we create estate plans for pets and their people. Also brought to you by Animal Care Trust USA, a national nonprofit dedicated to keeping loved pets in loving homes. We do this by educating pet parents about the importance of protecting their pet with a pet trust and we also provide trustee services. Today, we are fortunate to have as our guest, her name is Beth Toltivia. She is the Director of Development of Animal Friends of the Valleys. And I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Beth's background. She is the Director of Development for Animal Friends of the Valleys. And as Chief Development Officer, her main focus is to bring in funding for the nonprofit. Her background in sales, marketing, and fundraising has allowed her to build a formidable portfolio for the shelter. Beth has lived and worked in the Valley for over 40 years. She has extensively broadened the donor base for the shelter and the clinic since her six years at the shelter, and we're so glad that you're here today. Thank you, Beth.
2: Thank you, Peggy, and thank you to your law offices for conducting this great audio webcast.
1: Well, thank you, because we like to uh, spotlight the good works that uh, are going on around the country by organizations like yours, and um, your organization has a particularly long and interesting history, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Great. Well, Animal Friends of the Valleys is located in southwest Riverside County, California. That's about an hour north of San Diego, an hour south of L.A., and about an hour east of Orange County, California. So we're kind of a hidden valley. Um, We're known for big wine country, which is really great. So we get all types of individuals and people that um, populate our neck of the woods. And Animal Friends of the Valleys has been in the valleys for over 36 years. So we're pleased to say when we originally started, we started as LEAP, which was Lake Elsinore Animal Friends, which was started by a few women who wanted to foster some animals. And at that time, uh, the population was 12,000. And that was in 1987. And right now, our current population is over 500,000 and growing. We are the fastest growing region in Southwest Riverside County, California. Oh, my goodness. That is nuts. Yeah. It is nuts. So it's, you know, just very, it's crazy. And last year, we opened our doors to over 8,600 animals of uh, 8,600 dogs and cats and an additional thousand others, meaning rabbits, guinea pigs, reptiles, small farm animals, and various wildlife. And then if we do have wildlife that is brought in, we immediately get in touch with Project Wildlife, which will rehabilitate them and get them back into their natural habitat.
1: Wow, that is incredible, the numbers that you are serving, which means that you have to be on point
2: for fundraising all of the time. Yes, all of the time. And as a nonprofit, we rely on large corporations, local businesses and you know, community support and animal lovers from all over the country.
1: Do you struggle to find foster homes for your animals? Are you struggling to communicate with your fosters and keep track of what they need? Introducing Foster Space, powered by Dubert, where recruiting and communicating with your fosters just got a whole lot easier. Need a new foster for an animal? Simply create the foster request in Dubert and it will automatically send to existing Dubert tiers and also post on your Facebook pages and groups. Need to communicate with your fosters? No problem. DuBert makes it easy to communicate via text with individual fosters or to get messages out to your different groups of fosters. Your fosters can even put in help desk style tickets for questions or supplies they need, and the DuBert system will help you keep track and stay organized. Check out Foster Space by signing in on your DuBert account today at www.dubert.com.
2: Well, I've been visiting
1: your website, so tell our listeners how they can uh, go to your website.
2: Our website is AnimalFriendsOfTheValleys.com, or if you want to reduce that, it could be AFD, which is AnimalFriendsValleys.org.
1: Well, I am looking at some amazing animals that you have for adoption out there, so I hope our friends in California are listening, um, because you have just an incredible number of German Shepherds, Huskies, large breed dogs, as well as some smaller breed dogs. But just so many beautiful dogs. It makes me want to come out there and
2: bring them all home. We do. We have all shapes and sizes. And we have an animal that would be perfect for any family.
1: Um, I I might just have to take a trip out there. As I said, I am such a big dog lover. And um, particularly... I have a pension for German shepherds and huskies or the combination
2: of both. I also see you have a few border collies out there as well. Yes, we do. And, you know, we really do our best to get them all adapted. And we work with a lot of different reputable rescue agencies around Southern California. So we really work closely, too, with other um German Shepherd Organizations and Husky Rescues. And we work with a lot of veterans groups and the police departments and local sheriffs. And a lot of times they adopt from us from the, for the German Shepherds. I can see why they
1: would want to. So tell us about your adoption rate and how you've managed to achieve um, those numbers.
2: Our basic adoption rate is between 80 and $100. But most of the time, we work with a lot of different national organizations, the Bissell Pet Foundation, Petco Love Foundation, where they'll sponsor adoption rates. So it can go down this month or last month. We did empty the shelter with the Bissell Pet Foundation. So we were able to do all adoptions for $25, which was fantastic. And then in August, we were working with NBC and Telemundo are doing $25 or less adoption rates for any animal in the shelter. So we work with a lot of people like that and a lot of organizations. And um, if animals are five years old and sterilized, it's around $80. And if they are unsterilized, it's $60 plus the spay and neuter charges, which is really reasonable. Like we will charge depending on weight and size and species and um, anywhere from $100 to $150, where if you go to a private veterinarian, it's well over $400 and up.
1: Absolutely. So yeah, that is really a, a good deal for folks that are looking to adopt. And um, I know that historically, you don't really adopt out of your area. But if somebody was willing to get in their car and drive to California, maybe you would consider them as a possible adopter.
2: Yes, we would love to have them visit, even if they wanted to fly over from Florida and pick up the animal and then fly back with them would be wonderful. But please visit our website, which is is afdvictor.org and look at all the animals that we have. Currently, we have about 290 animals in the shelter and we have about 350 active cases. And if they're not in the shelter, they're with our foster um, rescue groups or foster peer foster families. Do you have a big foster program
1: then? Yes, um, we do. That's awesome.
2: Yes. And that goes for any animal, it goes for dogs and cats and kittens and little puppies, especially the newborns that are coming in. They just really can't, um, they need the extra care and love.
1: Absolutely. And it's good for their socialization as well. Yes. Well, I know that you've had a variety of facilities over the years, but you're in a, an amazing facility now um, that was made possible through your donors and through some agreements with your local areas that you serve. So tell us about,
2: again about the areas that you serve out there. We serve, the cities we serve are Temecula, Murrieta, Wildemar, Lake Elsinore, Canyon Lake, Menifee, and surrounding rural county areas. So as I said, that's a population of over 500,000. And we built a nice state-of-the-art shelter in 2010. And we've been having our spay and neuter and vaccination clinic in the old um, shelter offsite in the city of Lake Elsinore, but we've totally outgrown that area. So right now we're in the midst of a capital campaign and building a new low-cost spay and neuter and vaccination clinic. Right next to the shelter. So this will cut down in transportation from taking the animals here to have them, you know, spayed, neutered, and brought back. We'll just be able to walk them next door. And currently with the old shelter, I mean, the old clinic. Um, our vets are able to perform 30 surgeries per day, but with a new low-cost spay and neuter clinic, we'll be able to house four veterinarians plus their vet tech staff and have the capacity to do over 120 surgeries per day. Wow, that's Because incredible. that is the only way that we're going to be able to reduce the numbers of the animals coming into the shelter is through spay and neutering your pets.
1: Yes, and that is a big push for all of us. And um, as many times as you hear about spay and neuter programs and all of the progress that we're making across the United States in increasing spay and neuter numbers, um, we're still, we're never ahead of the curve, are we?
2: No, there's always a need. And currently, right now, we're booked out a month in advance. So, and then with COVID and the economy, people just really need to, need help on getting low cost surgery and care for their animals. Well,
1: I know people that are listening may want to be interested in figuring out how they can become a volunteer for your organization. How did, how do they go about that?
2: They can just go to our website and, uh, go to the tab of Get Involved, and there are many volunteer opportunities, whether you want to work in the admin department or if you want to work with the animals, or we have many fundraising events throughout the year if you would like to come out and be part of those as well.
1: And I guess volunteers can be as young as
2: 14 years of age. Yes, 14, too. and then we also have dog walkers where we get a lot of you know newly retirees that want to be active still, and they will come and walk the dog our larger dogs and all the dogs get walked twice a day. So that's you know a real big important part of the shelter. That and is important. Get them out and get some exercise.
1: I I always have to laugh because one day I asked my husband if we could take our six dogs to a dog park and he just started laughing because he said our dogs live at a dog park. Why do we need to take it right? Them to a dog right. Park?
2: <laughs> yeah, it is it's fun.
1: Um, but it is true. We we are fortunate because we have uh five acres that our dogs can run on and play and chase each other around. Um
2: so tell us about some of the cats that you have available too. Yes, we have a lot of different cats. As you probably know, it's kitten season right now. So we're getting a lot of extra kittens in and we're doing a lot of um shelter sort of cat paloosas where we'll, you know get you know a lot of different sponsors and they'll kind of kind of come in and help us get all those kittens adopted
1: well there are some good looking
2: cats on that side. I'm here
1: to say I mean I'm not just preferential to dogs I also have two cats um
2: and I would have more I think I
1: would have more of everything if my husband was agreeable
2: right well you'll have to come in down and see our great <laughs> shelter you know if the dogs come in and they have um you know individual rooms that have individual air ducts. So there's, you know, if something does break out, it just is contained to that room. They have dog walkers that walk them every day. On Wednesdays, we have Huey's reading program where children can come in to read to the animals. Um, So there's just a lot of activity at the shelter. So, you know, people will come in and say, well, how are your dogs doing at home? And I said, well, I think these dogs get better attention because I'm here with them. And, you know, my dog's at home with my husband, who's recently retired so oh that's nice
1: for them um the reading programs are really interesting tell us a little bit more about that for people who might not be aware of um the reading with dogs program
2: well it's a wonderful free program that children can come in every single wednesday from three to four thirty and doesn't matter the age um you know they can just come in and we have books available here or they can bring their own books And they can meander through the shelter and, you know, pick out any animal and, you know, sit down and reach them. And so it develops their public speaking ability. It enhances their um, reading, comprehension, as well as the dogs love it and they love the attention. So um, it's a win-win all the way around. And it's a free, you know, activity every Wednesday. So the community loves it.
1: Technology and animal rescue? Yes, there's an app for that. Check out Dubert.com where you can connect with over 5,000 organizations and 35,000 volunteers across the country. Dubert is fully automated so you can create transport requests for the animals that need a ride across town or across the country. The system will automatically notify the volunteers and manage the sign-up process for you. DuBert even has powerful integrations like importing your animal profiles from Shelter Love and Shelter Buddy, or automatically pushing your transport requests to your Facebook groups and pages. But that's not all. DuBert has a fundraising module, an online store, and auction house where you can sell your items, and even a mobile app on both Android and Apple for those people on the go. Check out Dubert.com to get signed up for free today and start saving more time while you save more animals. Dogs are so great about um, paying attention to and um, just wanting to be part of that whole reading experience and And giving kids the confidence that that they need. And
2: even the cats really like it. They're kind of standoff, but they kind of go around and kind of like wonder what's going on and stuff so you know we have a lot of good groups and we work with a lot of school systems in the areas yeah and a lot of fundraising events the kids do for us and they come in and you know make little blankets for the dogs or little blankets for the cats and we're really involved in the community.
1: Oh, that's nice. One of my friends who is an attorney, he was preparing for a hearing the other day and sent me a picture of his cat helping him prepare by rolling all over his uh, paperwork.
2: Right. Yes, they're very helpful that way.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, they're good companions. And I know my daughter's an attorney, so I know how hard you guys all work. So...
1: (laughs) Yes, we do. And um, so another thing that you do is you help to reunite, reunite lost pets with their owners as well.
2: Yes, we do. We um, you know, we have a lot of um, animals that do get lost and they will be held here for um, up to eight to 10 days just to make sure that we can do all, all our best to find the owners. That's why it's so important to microchip your pet. Absolutely. Make sure that they get home. But um, we work with a lot of different regional and community um, internet and social media to get on the owners of the animals that are lost.
1: Well, I'm glad that you're able to do that, um, to reunite those owners with their animals. Um, Tell us about um, about some of the um, special events that you have annually to raise money for your animals.
2: Well, well, it seems like we're doing events every (laughs) every (laughs) single month, but uh, Animal Friends of the Valleys has three signature events. And that is for the Animals Golf Tournament, which is coming up in July 10th at Bear Creek Golf Club. Then we have our gala, which is at South Coast Winery, a beautiful winery in Temecula Valley. Then we have our pet palooza, which is uh, kind of a costume contest in October um, for the animals and for the community. So those are things that we work with a lot of different businesses and we do fundraising events, for, you know, for us and grand openings. And we're part of the chamber, every single chamber in the cities we serve. So we're, it seems like we're busy all the time.
1: So here's an idea for you. Our, um, our Florida Bar Meeting is coming up this week. And one of the things that our animal law section has started doing is what we call a puppy pit. And we actually bring puppies for adoption to the bar meeting as um as a break for the attorneys from their meeting schedule, but also as a way to get puppies adopted.
2: Oh that's a, that's a great idea. Yeah, you have so, to write
1: that one down. <laughs> that, that's a really easy one. Um, because then the attorneys do all the work,
2: right? Right. No, so that, that's great. And then we're part of a big wine and music festival this week um coming up this weekend. And um Yes, we do a lot of events. It seems like here. So we, you know, and that's a great opportunity for us to raise money and to get the word out. So it's a win-win for the animals and for, for the shelter. And it looks like you have some um, significant
1: partnerships with um, both Petco and Bissell Pet Foundation. Do you want to talk about that a little?
2: Yes. The Petco Love Foundation is one of our top sponsors and they recently contributed five hundred thousand dollars to the new spay and neuter clinic and on top of that for our programs last year it was another 175,000 so we you know they're a big supporter of ours and the Bissell Pet Foundation has given us thousands of dollars as well and um, we work with a lot of local um, foundations and a lot of corporate and national foundations like Nestle Perina, Merck um, Pet Supplies and. Um, We work with the Chonga Tribal Council and various, um, as I say, Cadillac and automotive um, dealerships in town. Well, that
1: certainly makes for a busy day for you, doesn't it?
2: Yes, it does. (laughs) Yeah, we have a lot of generous donors. And, um, you know, as you know, doing pet estates and wills for keeping up with the animals, because a lot of times that's forgotten about. So that's really important to have a trust for your animal. Thank you for saying that,
1: Yeah, because we really, it makes our heart hurt when we see that somebody has become disabled or dies, and they didn't have a plan for their pet, so we're working hard to educate people about the importance of making sure that they have a plan. Yes. And it can be an informal plan, or it can be a formalized plan in the form of a pet trust, but I like to remind people that uh, all 50 states and the District of Columbia all recognize trusts for the benefit of pets. So we really, as pet lovers, we have no excuse not to uh, protect our pets. No. So, well, we're so happy that you're doing what you're doing. And thank you for sharing. Is there anything you'd want to leave us with
2: here today? No, just thank you so much for this opportunity to get the word out about Animal Friends of the Valleys and to think of us. And if you would like to leave a lasting legacy to help us build our low-cost Bay and Neuter Clinic, please do so. And you can contact me directly, Beth. At afd.org. If you have any questions, or if you'd like to come out and visit, we'd love to have you. That's great. So, um, do you entertain groups if they want to come out to yes, either volunteer do. or just take a tour? Yes, every day we're doing tours here as well. So, and that's you know community groups, civic groups, um, state groups, boys and Girl scouts. We do all groups. Okay, that
1: that's a, I know that's a fun event for people. And and do you run
2: any kind of uh, kids camps in the summertime? Yes, we do. We run kids camp anytime there's a break in the school system. So it'll be a summer camp for a week and we divide it up into age groups. And then during the winter break, we also do big Christmas celebrations and holiday celebrations. So we have kids camp during that time.
1: Oh, All those programs sound wonderful Um, and such a great opportunity for the kids to learn um, animal compassion while they're young.
2: Right, they get actual hands-on um, interaction with the animals, which is fun for them.
1: I love, I have always loved going to the shelter. It, it generally results in me bringing somebody home, but um, I still love to go and visit and see all of those wonderful faces. Right, and
2: we're a happy shelter, so it's a happy, really light, fun, you know, shelter. And we really do. Um, we're at the highest adoption rate in our 36-year history, and we're averaging around 90% adoption rate.
1: That is incredible. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. And um, I I know that um, there are so many reasons that people have to give up their pets, but then there are so many good reasons to go and adopt a pet as well.
2: Right. And we work with the actual um, family members that are surrendering their pet to see if there's actually something that we could do to help them. Um, so we do have animal behaviorists that can go to the house to help them if there's a certain, you know, Thing that they're doing wrong, if they're barking too much, if they're jumping, or I So the goal is to really keep the animals in the home. Yes, and a
1: lot of times it's just a short-term financial crisis or some other um, temporary problem that maybe can be worked out, right, um, rather than surrendering the pet. Yeah, so I guess good news here in Florida today, we just learned that um, our governor has signed a bill that is going to ban breed discrimination for dogs. Oh, that's good. So I, I don't know all the details yet, but uh stay tuned for that. Um and I don't know where California stands on that, do you?
2: Yeah, yes. I mean, we just shut down a bunch of the breeder um and the stores, so it's illegal to do that. They have to all the stores have to get their animals from shelters or rescues. That's that's
1: incredible. I um I used to always joke that as a 10-year-old, I think I invented um smart because I said to my dad, I think we should open a pet store that just gets animals from the shelter. Right. And he like patted me on the head and said, oh, honey, that's a great idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fortunately, yes. it was a great idea. And I'm right. glad that uh, pet stores are doing that today. Yes. So, all right, Beth, thank you so much. We've been talking with Beth Solteziak. She is the Director of Development for Animal Friends of the Valley. You can find them at AFV. Uh, dot org and um, they are doing many wonderful things in southern california for animals and uh, you can get your next cat or dog um, by visiting their website and checking out all the wonderful things that they're doing there Um, as you guys know my favorite saying is until there are none please adopt
2: one and until next time happy tails happy tails thank you so much peggy and sarah have a great day
0: Thank you for joining us on All My Children Wear Fur Coats with your host, Peggy Hoyt. We hope you learned something valuable for the benefit of your pet.